Hi, I'm Kevin Mahan. And I'm Sam Chaplin. I host the Attitude Era podcast. And I haven't seen any films. And welcome to Cinema Swirl. Welcome to Cinema Swirl, episode number 14, Cough Brackets Series 2, episode 4. It's our traips through Tinseltown. Hello everyone, once again, I'm Kevin Mann, joined by my OTP, it's Sam Chaplin. Hello. Who's not seen any films. Hardly any. Hardly any. Although, I'm beginning to think now, we've shot ourselves in the foot a little bit, because the more episodes we do of this podcast, Mm. the more we dilute the original premise. Well, no, we don't... (laughs) We don't dilute the premise, we just... I, I'm getting slowly filled up with films. But yeah. The, the, the premise is still there. You're still trying to run around, yeah. you know. You're educating me, I'm getting better. Yeah, but by the end of this, you know, it'll be... I'll Sam be has seen most of the popular films, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bleak look into the future. <laughs> it's an animated special this week. We had a bit of a vote over at facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl. Yes, we did. And, uh, of course, you can always vote for your new episodes over there. Choices were Bambi, Akira, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. An eclectic mix, as someone pointed to out. To say the least. Yeah. I think this vote alone stands to good reason that animation cannot be considered a genre. <laughs> <laughs> As Um, wide-reaching as film itself. You've not seen, of course, any of those movies. A lot of people, I think, were... I don't think anyone voted for Bambi. A few people did. I I I saw a few Bambi votes. There doesn't seem to be a big mad surge of people wanting you to watch Disney stuff. No. For some reason. Even though it's... I've seen a lot of of Disney stuff. I mean, yeah, you've you've seen the Pixar. I've seen the computer ones. (laughs) You know, you've seen the computer ones. But not the proper stuff. Akira, though, obviously, I think a lot of people are disappointed that this did not get the vote. There was a, a... a strong Akira fan base who really wanted me to see that. And I think there's probably good enough cause and reason to probably do an anime special about later on down the line. Yeah. Because I think throwing in Akira with, uh, with, Bambi, with Bambi and Who Roger Rabbits yeah. might have been a, a bit of a, a misstep though. So yes, Who Frayed Roger Rabbits or movie today or movie du jour. Uh, time of course first though to dip into the mailbag. And you're making hand gestures there. He did, Sam did jazz hands. Still not done a mailbag. <laughs> but I refuse to embarrass myself further by uh, continually asking for a mailbag jingle that isn't there. Okay. I'm, I'm either saying, number one, you up your game, or yeah. two, I'm going to stop introducing mailbag segments with any flair. I'm going to embarrass you by putting one in. So we got a message here. Uh, YouTube writes in saying... <laughs> Eric Bartlett has subscribed to you on YouTube. Thanks very much for that, Eric. Uh, and thank you very much, YouTube, for the email. We do read them all, every single one of them. I'm sure there's a way I can stop you sending them, but forgotten the password for the account, if I'm quite honest. Uh, if you are not already, do sure you go over to youtube.com slash cinemasworld. Beautiful animations mm-hmm. uh, done by a variety of people, Dan Swanton and Joe Graham and Chris Pilkington. Do check those out. Favourite moments from previous episodes. Notice what I did there. I, I, I yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. kind of go, oh, that was a funny gag, but we're into the business 
business of it now, aren't we? Why are you promoting, Kevin? Let me know, you know? Great content. Great content. We got uh, one here. This is, a, this is a nice one, written from Josh Burke, okay. which on its surface seems like a very banal question, but then quickly develops, oh, <laughs> into, uh, quickly develops into a concerning statement or so. Uh, but okay. anyway, here we go. And Josh writes, Would just like to know what Kevin and Sam's favourite film types, brackets, comedy, action, horror, etc., are. So, what is your favourite genre of movie, Sam? Uh, I'd, I'd like some comedy. Comedy drama, the kind of light. I kind of like comedy, stuff. but also I like drama and a little bit of action. Horror as well. Romance. <laughs> what are the other genres of movies? But, no, he, he also goes on to say, Also, think it would be funny to trick Sam into watching Human Centipede just to freak him out. <laughs> Okay, well... Now, I don't know what's more concerning there. Number one, just that statement in of itself, the fact yeah. that it would like, trick you. Or number two, that it's expected that I would do something like that. Trick Sam into what? Trick it. Sam. Like, like you've got no... Like, if I put it on, you're like, no, I can't possibly leave my yeah. own house. The Clockwork Orange type thing, you just got my eyes open the whole time. And I can't you know, I mean, away. I'll be honest, the straps aren't too tight here in cinemas, no, no, folks, I, you know, but... Yeah. I've you, seen Human Centipede 2, by the way. You've not seen one, though. No. You must have been lost. Didn't know what was it, going on. It wasn't on. that difficult to follow, really. An interesting one here from Wally D, who writes into cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. And he says he's just wondering. He's, he's written from across the Atlantic, by the way. That's so, impressive. Across the Atlantic. That's very impressive, yeah. you know. I don't know whereabouts across. And when you say no, across, just the, across the Atlantic. I just, people in America, right, there's a lot more shit across the Atlantic other than your country, okay? There's a whole, a whole bevy of, yeah. of things. But he's writing wondering, is there any qualification on how old a movie has to be to get on the show? Or will we be hearing Sam wonder about when Batista will powerbomb a raccoon? I think he's alluding to Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I have seen. Which you have seen. Loved it. I love that as well. Great film. Bloody Bobby Dazzler of a movie. I love love it very much. I'm getting a bit kind of, I don't really like superhero movies that much anymore. I've I've been a bit overwhelmed. There's too many. I feel that like because I've liked the Marvel franchise, I was saying this Mm. the other day, because I've liked in individual bits of it and it's all linked together yeah. I feel compelled to watch it all that's how they get you that's how they get yeah. me you know it's literally I, like collect all the toys I only I only wanted one record yeah. you know and now I'm signed up to this service and I'm getting 20 a week and I don't mm-hmm. even want them you know yeah. I haven't got the storage space it's, you know it's <laughs> basically what Marvel is up but in terms yeah. of a, how old a movie has to be for, for it to be in the swirl... I don't think there's any limits to it. There's any limit on it. But mm-hmm. I will say, though, I mean, it's probably dependent on how long after a movie's been in the cinema can people sit back and go, well, that was a classic. Yeah. I mean, the, the most recent one we've done is The Wrestler. Yeah. But that was probably because it was it, we had a crossover episode yeah, yeah. with a podcast. I mean, that's a good film and it's well regarded. I don't know if it's necessarily a classic yet. I know. I think you've seen... You've, you've been into the cinema a lot as of late. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking that I don't know. It'd be interesting. We, we'll have to look back and, and see which which ones will, will fall into that one. Yeah. But, uh, There's no no limit as far as I can tell. No, it just has to be a classic. Has to be a classic movie, yeah. which is a subjective term yeah. at the best of times. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it for the mailbag. Of course, if you do want to write in, it's always cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Uh, if we have any questions, of course, from the the Twitter, now is probably as good a time as any. Okay. Is there a film you would not show Sam? Protect his innocence, such as the emotional. Tra- I'm sure the shining cause. Oh. oh, 
I think I'm, that's a question for you, Kevin. I, I think that that was was a question for me. Movies I wouldn't show Sam because they might no, because honestly, listening back to The Shining, he was traumatized and all that, but that made for some fucking great content. I mean, you know, traumatizing someone is what you can hope for. That's the best you can shoot for as a podcaster, you know. So I mean, I, I honestly, if there are any movies you think that will traumatize Sam, I get in touch, cinemasorlatgmail.com. Let's traumatize Sam a little bit more. Get the blood flowing, yeah, you know. Sure. Yeah. Whether really want to see as a kid but weren't allowed to oh for me I think I've mentioned James Bonds's before <laughs> you weren't allowed to see James Bond I think there may have been one where it was like I was too young for the admittedly very low rating yeah and I really wanted to go and see it and my brother got to go and see it I've had a lot of my brother being about four years older than me yeah and getting to go and see things that I don't as a result of that well yeah. I think I remember I really wanted to see Batman Returns okay. and I remember my mother being staunchly against it because it was it was all you know violent and sexualized and Tim Burton and all that guy I was really young which one was Batman Returns the Michelle second... Pfeiffer is Catwoman uh, okay you've got Michael Keaton as, yeah, as Batman yeah. okay. the second Tim Burton one Danny right. DeVito is the Penguin you know a fucking glorious cast yeah but I remember I really wanted to see it and I remember like being you know it was in, around the family it was considered that it was no no I'm not allowed to see that mm. my cousin uh, who had all the little toys I wasn't even allowed to play with the toys because they were age 7 and up written on the foot of Catwoman and all that so, so I, I wasn't allowed with the toys too sexy the toys were to too sexy you know I, you know I, I, it's, uh, it's it's awful you know but and my dad just took me anyway then because my dad was like oh Batman and well, my, that's my dad had the Batman car when he was younger yeah. and just okay. obviously thought 60s Batman yeah. and obviously it's not really 60s Batman so a proper dad move there serious yeah. dad move there undermining <laughs> the other parent and technically exposing your child to something that's wrong at the same time love it 10 out of 10 right well we did have a little bit of other business we had to talk to which mm-hmm. was you tried to get a new sponsor for us on uh, not on purpose not on purpose <laughs> no. do you want to maybe inform the people who, if you're not following us at Twitter at Cinema Swirl we have ongoing attempts and efforts to monetize the fuck out of this yeah. podcast it's just get any sponsorship we can bullying brands mm. into following us and then hoping that will lead to sponsorship. Yeah. Which so far, it has not at all. It's not, but I mean, yeah. it's early days, yeah. We've got Pepsi Max on board in Boom. terms of following. We've got Love Honey. Boom. We've now got Tango, ladies and gentlemen. We've <laughs> Tango! got Tango. Now, this was a clever strategy, I believe, in order to make Pepsi jealous. <laughs> yes, that was it. Like like a, like a jealous lover that would see the attention that the other fizzy pop... For those, uh, those of you across the Atlantic, yeah. uh, Tango is basically orange... Coloured. So, it's just orange soda. soda, isn't it? Orange soda. Yeah. But it's kind of got a lad dimension to it somehow. Kind of, know? yeah. The cans yeah. are quite, uh, like, black, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're black, you know. Yeah. You know, you, you, you read your copy loaded and drink your tango, you know. Yeah. It's, it kind of goes hand in hand. But the tango are on board, though. Yeah, they're following us. If I do say so, there was some very salacious back and forth between you and the tango guy, mm. you know. Well, tango, they, I, I like when companies have, obviously, someone working <laughs> the Twitter profile who's just bored. Yeah, and this is killing time. It's really time. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very nice. Just lovely. have a chat with them. The other one as well, which was pointed out on, on Twitter this week, for those of you who aren't aware at home, which is Sam potentially leading a double life as a famous Hollywood actor. Yeah. We saw a headline which was the actor Sam Claflin. Mm-hmm. Now, in fairness... 
If you're going to pick up... Uh, I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. Mm. There was another bit as well, though. We found out a tweet from Sam Claflin. Talking about Pepsi Max. Talking about Pepsi Max. Yeah. I'm, come oh, on now, mate. Yeah. Can you give up the jig? The jig is up. Not only have you seen movies, you're in movies. Yeah, guys, I'm secretly devilishly handsome. I, I'm sorry to, uh, Here to give that away. Here is Pepsi hashtag Maxis. Ooh, yeah. Maxim taste. No sugar, baby. Now that's, that's a Sam Chaplin that's tweet. That's a Sam Chaplin tweet. Coming from Sam Claflin. That's, Sam Claflin's like some sort of alternate universe, Sam, where you yeah. actually are being paid to yeah, actually be being paid and actually sponsored by Pepsi. Is he actually getting money from Pepsi? Oh, that is such an obvious... Is that like a little thing? Does that happen in oh, the celebrity that, It world? does happen, yeah. Oh. Like when Katie Price once was tweeting, going, I fucking love Kit Kats. <laughs> and I was like, do you? But she was getting top dollar for that. Yeah. Like, you know, that's how it works. You do get paid they okay. do pay celebrities to say I'd love I'm using this Pepsi Max had the equivalent of a Nando's black card yeah. that they just give to famous people just to have as much Pepsi Max as they want free Pepsi I'd love that uh, the Nando's black card is not a legitimate thing is it yeah, it's real it's real yeah my god Ed Sheeran's got one mate oh, fuck him <laughs> the movie today the animation spectacular who framed Roger Rabbit when I don't you, know when you, you don't know yeah. you don't know the context of his framing what's the film called who framed Roger Rabbit. I don't know, mate, but what's the film we're doing? Hey, hey, who's on first? <laughs> this one was very, very shocking to me because there are movies which, for one reason or another, you can kind of, it's kind of go, all right, well, maybe their parents didn't want them to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark because maybe, you know, they didn't want to see Nazis melt. Mm. Well and good. If that's your choice as a parent, <laughs> that's fine. Don't imply that my parents are pro Nazis. That's fine, you know. <laughs> what I was coming at from the angle of that's a bit violent, not how dare they I disrespect the Aryan race. <laughs> I don't want you to see those lovely Nazis now. I mean, we, we jumped up a little bit here. I'm yeah. kind of like having a go at you for being a Protestant, <laughs> and now I'm like kind of like not implying that you're a Nazi. Like, you know, it's uh, I'm not jumping the shark. No, okay. I'm saving that for season three, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, when things are going to get really weird. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit, though, is basically mm. like it's a cartoon party, okay. and it's such a you know it's such a parents and kids movie. Yeah, kids can watch it, and it's like, oh shit, those are all those cartoons that. I see on TV and parents can watch it and obviously there's a really amazing plot and whatnot going yeah. on. What do you know about this movie and is it one which people have been on at you kind of going, oh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Um, a little bit. I know that there is Roger Rabbit yeah. who is a rabbit. Yeah. A cartoon rabbit. Okay. There is also... And is he is he Hanna-Barbera or, or Warner Bros now? Is he DC or Marvel, mate? Uh... <laughs> Roger Rabbit. He's 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 a guy that was is. made by a cartoonist called Gary Wolf. So, so he's, he's like a separate entity. To he is an anomaly in this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so there's Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Who is an actual rabbit? Okay. Then there is Jessica Rabbit, mm-hmm. who is a woman. Yeah. Called Jessica Rabbit, but she's not a rabbit. Tricky. Tricky. You got Gray Roger area. Is Roger Rabbit's surname Rabbit? Yeah. That's, just... that's the gag. Okay. You. I'm sorry, Sam, but you've actually subtracted a laugh from the movie. Now. <laughs> okay. <good>. Minus one <laughs> laugh. A little red there, you know. Let's Sorry. see if I can get them all before we start watching the film. Um, and then there's, I know there's Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Are you a fan of Bob Hoskins? I don't really know that many Bob Hoskins things. He's one of England's treasures. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What, what do you know him from? Right. It's going to well, be embarrassing, is The it? thing I know him from... I know that he unfortunately died, like, last year? Yes. Or and he was also, show? unfortunately, in the Super Mario Brothers movie. He's Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. I know. 
Yeah. Ugh. Not the first choice you'd go for, you know? Yeah. I've always had it in my head that that was Danny DeVito. No. <laughs> I think that was the original <laughs> choice, if I'm honest. Right. Okay. Probably um, the work. <laughs> so, so what do you know him from? I know him from the music video for Jamie T's Sheila. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's amazing. That's all Sheila you know him from. Sheila goes up with her mixed up. That, and he's, he's singing it, and he's all yeah, sad. Yeah, he, he, he mouths it along. And yeah. He's, he's Sad, he's a sad dad. He's like man. a sad dad who's yeah. his daughter. Sad dad gone bad. Yeah, no, I think the sad dad who's just sad that his daughter's gone. And missing. he ain't glad. He ain't glad. No. No. So I know him from a Jamie T video. That's it, you've never seen him act in anything. I'm trying to think of other things I've seen Bob Hoskins in. I can't think of many. Man, he's he's like he is a powerhouse. Okay. He's, he's one of the, my favourite English actors of all time. Right. But he does a lot of does he do a lot of American stuff? As in just oh, yeah, in no, American accent. Yeah, yeah. He's someone who managed to kind of be both sides of the Atlantic. I'm okay. just using that phrase now. I feel yeah, yeah, an idiot. Yeah, picked it up. <laughs> the plot, though, what, what happens in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Well, someone framed Because you've, you've, you've named three main characters yeah, yeah. there. Okay, well, three main people. Yeah. Bob, he's not in it as Bob Hoskins. <laughs> as fun as that would have been. That would have been amazing. Okay. What um, happens? Someone has framed Roger Rabbit for, for a crime that I presume he didn't commit. Yeah. Hence, framed. So you were standing there, like, starting to say, like, a kid doing a book report who's just read the blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the, I assume the film revolves around trying to determine okay. who it was. So do you know the fact that there Robert. are... I don't know what the crime was. Is Roger Rabbit... You know that he's a cartoon, right? Yeah. Okay, so we obviously Bob Hoskins... He's not a cartoon. He's not a cartoon. So do you, do you know much about that aspect of things? I know. Well, I know that there's interaction between cartoons and reels. Yeah, yeah. Reels. <laughs> reels. Normies. Yeah. Skin jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. There's a big element of this movie which I think you, I don't think you know about, and I don't want to say it because it may spoil okay. it. Okay. Does he come out of his his world into the real world? Vice versa. He goes from the real world into no, the in cartoon world. Real. There's real. There is real world and cartoon world in this. Right. Okay. And so, so there are two. Some people go in yeah. to different ones. Yeah. Okay. That's it, so. Do you know like any other the any of the other cartoons that are in it? Uh, no. You don't. Okay, this is really Should I? No, 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 I'm not going to say anymore. I thought it was just, like, Roger Rabbit was a... Oh, my goodness. I think you're about to find out, like, when we watch this, what people are are being into this. So, have any of your friends, like, seen it or pestered you about this, or... Not really. Do you know anyone, like, know anyone, like, who's a big fan of it, or... No. It's it's weird, because it's... Yeah. But the reaction on on Facebook was very strong. strong. Yeah. I think it's because it's one which everyone sees when they're a kid. And then when they grow up, they can appreciate it for different things as an adult. Yeah. So, people... People are very much hold it quite close to them. I know that I should be sexually confused by the sexy cartoon woman. That's that was a, a prevalent. That thing was in quite the a prevalent thing. Yeah, <laughs> almost too prevalent. <laughs> but basically, you're dealing with a lot of people who are commenting on that post. Yeah. who have masturbated to, to this cartoon. cartoon lady. Okay, so, you know that's fine. It's that's, 2015. That's fine. Okay yeah, it's that. 2015. You know, yeah. more power to them. We're not ones to judge. No, literally, we are not ones to. <laughs> no, but let's not go into that. But I think that's the main question on a lot of people's minds right now. Right. Is there one Who framed Roger? Who? <laughs> who, did, who 
did frame Roger Rabbit. But I think they are. A lot of people are wondering what your thoughts on Jessica are going to be. Okay. I think. Well, I'm, I'm excited to find out. Yeah, they're yeah. excited to find out as well. I Why? Think. I just. I think that if you've masturbated to Jessica Rabbit, you want confirmation. The, you from want someone confirmation else, that's okay. that that's yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. They want confirmation from the nice man who drinks okay. his Pepsi. Yeah. And his bearded friend yeah. for us to ruffle on the head and say that's okay. That's okay. It is okay. It's We're fine. Okay? okay. But I think we should maybe get settled in and uh, watch this song. Yeah. Yeah, let's go do a cinema swirl. Framed Roger Rabbit. What yeah. do you uh, What do you think of that one? Well, I know the answer to that now. You do know who framed Roger Rabbit. Creepy cartoon bloke, wasn't it? Spoilers, but yeah. you know, yeah, we usually do talk about the movies at length, so <laughs> it's kind of. I don't think we've ever tagged an episode of Cinema Swirl with spoilers because they're all films you should have seen. Yeah, they're all films you should have seen, mate. Like yeah. you know. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? It was difficult, the, the pre-swirly bit there. Yeah. I, I didn't want to talk too much because I didn't want to blow the big reveal, which is I didn't. you didn't seem to know that Warner Brothers cartoon characters and, like, yeah. act, you know, Disney and yeah. MGM, like, they were all, like, in this movie. And mm. I didn't want to blow that. No, and you didn't, yeah. And I didn't, and I was quite proud of that. Yeah. Didn't result in the first bit being maybe five minutes shorter than it usually would have been. But what did you think of Roger Rabbit? It's coming away from that now. No, that was really good. Yeah? yeah. Was it different to what you thought it was going to be? Um, yes. I think the the premise that it's, you know, Roger Rabbit is make they, they make cartoons in IRL. IRL, but there's also cartoon land yeah. world. Toontown. Toontown. Town. Toontown. Town. Yeah, I didn't know that's what it was. I assumed there was some kind of jumping between worlds kind of weird what, like thing going on. You're, you're, well, you've seen Space Jam. That's yeah. obvious. You know, I know a lot of people wondering if Space Jam was going to be on this phone. But no. No, Sam has seen that. Uh, did you have Nikes as a result as well growing up? I still do. Yeah, yeah. there you go. The most effective marketing campaign mm. disguised as a movie ever. Yeah. But yeah, in that one, they we have a similar... Coming from Cinema Swirl, which is a Pepsi Max marketing campaign <laughs> <laughs> disguised as a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, you know, obviously in, in in Space Jam, they have to go down that hole of the golf course. Yeah. To the Warner Brothers branded parallel universe. I, think I thought this was a similar deal. Similar deal. They're never really clear if there's like a wall separating them or anything like that, or there seems yeah. to be a tunnel that you Yeah, it just suddenly kind of. It appears. Then you're in Toontown. So, right, starting yeah. us off, right off the bat, in, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, there's one thing which we have, which I, I adore, mm. and this movie has got it in spades, which is smooth jazz. Mm. I do love some smooth jazz. Yeah. It's appropriate for if a character is sitting down and just having to think. Mm-hmm. It's appropriate if they're being chased as well. <laughs> Somehow it's appropriate some, for both of those things. If something sexy used to happen. Smooth, smooth jazz. jazz. Yeah. You know? Now, if you take any other genre of music and you insert it in there, yeah. it doesn't really You'll fit get it wrong. as well. Yeah. You know? Techno, and they're going to have a lovemaking scene. That's where Commando fell down. They exactly, just, yeah. They put it, the wrong music they, put, they went too far <laughs> on the tropical, good feel, yeah. sandals Jamaica vibe. Whereas here, it's smooth jazz throughout. Yeah. And we are introduced to the star of the 
show in mm-hmm. I love that the opening of this there's actually just like a, a cartoon. cartoon yeah which is Roger and baby Herman and it's genuinely really funny I was laughing a lot just at the cartoon we can you know we've obviously we, this episode we did a lot of periscoping and stuff mm-hmm. which was awesome great yep. to get some interaction if you're, if you're not following us at Cinema Swirl on Twitter we hope you might do a little bit more of that in the future sure but what was nice about this is that we were it was during the day it was quite mm-hmm. early we usually record Swirl at night time this was, was early in the day yeah and we were watching cartoons and the sun was up and we were drinking fizzy pop it's quite cute really isn't it very cute yeah I did feel nine at, at points in mm. this but we might as well ask, what cartoons growing up which ones were you into because you seem to be yucking at this big shot yeah yeah because this was a lot like Tom and Jerry were you Tom which and Jerry I fan? fucking loved a lot yeah. and I've since gone back to and realised like that is so brilliant brilliant yeah. and also violent yeah really like, violent yeah more than I would have expected it to be for like for a cartoon for children but just, it's great I really well, love what it. I love about those cartoons from, I'm a big Tom and Jerry fan mm. Adam from the Attitude Era podcast massive Tom and Jerry fan he's so into it like he's yeah. got it all on DVD I was big into my Warner Brothers cartoons like Bugs okay. Bunny and yeah, Wiley yeah. Cody and stuff but I was re-watching those recently I'm thinking that because they were made in the 40s and the 50s they're mad as fuck yeah like society in general was a lot more tame back then and these cartoons were just fucking yep. ridiculously insane and yeah this one was great because yeah. Roger Rabbit was basically just trying to stop this baby from killing itself yeah. you know we've all been there it had a lot of the same tra- it even had like the mum with just who's just a pair just of legs heels yeah. yeah and if Roger doesn't help make sure the baby is safe he's going back to the laboratory <laughs> Jesus because uh. Pfizer are going to do experiments on him to see if their pills work can you do a Roger Rabbit impersonation having seen no this. Do, do you know any inkling for a I, Roger Rabbit I really don't think I'm, I don't even want to try I'm not even <laughs> going to begin to try because I would just embarrass myself you know it's fine any yeah. opportunity for you to embarrass yourself is usually pounced on yeah but no I, I, I don't think podcast. I can even begin to try and do Roger Rabbit could you empathise with Roger trying to save baby Herman from you know setting himself on fire yeah. it might put me off having kids yeah exactly honestly. if they're going to get into that kind of mischief because honestly you know, chatting with me with the missus going ah yeah be grand when we have kids because he's just you know get the rabbit to look after him <laughs> having watched that now I'm starting to think yeah. there may be a few holes in that plan you'll have to I get mean, an actual babysitter I might have to reassess it like, yeah. or maybe just a much more competent rabbit Yeah, Bugs s- Bunny wouldn't have had that situation he was much more in control or Roger a safer rabbit. kitchen <laughs> I'm just saying yeah much safer kitchen yeah. he'd be cracking wise a lot more as well you know there's a lot, a lot less dead air with, with Bugs than Roger <laughs> so we get oven trouble <laughs> Yeah. And I love in cartoons when there's context-specific heat settings on, on devices. Oh, yeah. Volcano heat. Volcano. And well done. Yeah. Babies as well, as you know, love cookies. So you can understand the motivation yeah, yeah. here. Very beautiful. I fucking love cartoons. Me too. I, I just love cartoon violence. Mm, it's the best kind. I remember hearing, like, as a kid, like, parents not letting their children watch Tom and Jerry and stuff like that. Now, obviously, I do a podcast called The Editor Podcast, which looks at me having watched some very non you know non-appropriate stuff yeah. when I was younger where do you stand then with the kids watching the Tom and Jerry and whatnot? because it is quite violent it is but. quite violent but I'm yeah I'm fine with it yeah. I, I, I don't know I'm, I'm no, in no position of authority to say what children can and can't watch have you or anyone you ever known as a child tried to hit anyone with like a frying pan a baseball bat rolling pin or an axe based no. on yeah no not from watching cartoons okay no. that's fine because you always hear stories don't you yeah like some kid like slams 
slammed the piano on top of their aunt or something like that. Well, nowadays it's blamed on those bloody video games, isn't it? <laughs> when I was when I was a kid, you blamed things on cartoon. <laughs> when I was like ten years old, yeah. some fucking idiot in my school. <laughs> it feels bad, but he like tried to karate kick like his aunt. Because he just showed up and he was <laughs> he was watching Power Rangers and he was all fucking jazzed up and just comes in. Oh, like, I used to get jazzed up. At it's anti whoever. He's like ah, Putty Patrol just fucking went and kicked some like Jesus. And it was a big thing then that like the child had to be like kind of wow. looked at and all this stuff. But I think you film full of sugar and put them in front of a lot of violent stuff. They'll probably, kick anything. They'll yeah. kick anything. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Right off the bat in this, it happens a lot in this movie, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be controversial. I'm not, I've not seen this in a long time. You know, I watched this a lot as a kid. Yeah. But Roger Rabbit explodes, gets thrown around, and screams to the point of tedium at some times. Maybe. He makes yeah. an awful lot of noise. Do you think he's too wacky? But he literally can't walk in. There's no room he walks into that he doesn't bounce off the walls and smash he's everything. Trying to make you laugh. <laughs> yeah, but even when he's not, it's really distressing where he's like, I'm scared. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I enjoyed it. I didn't find it too uh, insufferable. <laughs> the hot sauce as well, and the Hoover being kept on the uh, the same counter, all knocking down yeah, on yeah. top of them. Uh, but uh, cartoon physics is something I've always been fascinated by. Yeah, there seems to be defined rules mm. that are never specifically stated. No, but that's part of the fun of it. You don't get enough of that now in in cartoons that are on at the moment. No, definitely. Not. You're not going to see someone like have a. No. I think Ren and Stimpy was the end of that. Really, where yeah, you've got, like someone getting a, some sort of suction thing attached to. Them. I don't I don't want to say there's too much realism in cartoons these days, but there kind of is. I know, it's, it's kind of like in The Simpsons where they're talking about what their plans they want for Itchy and Scratchy, and they want like yeah. gritty, down-to-earth, dealing with real-life <laughs> things that's completely off the wall with bouncing robots and yeah. cartoon physics. The baby's a dick! And you oh, find yeah, this out, it's actually real-world. I don't think they pull it back, it's actually a set. Yeah. And the baby is a, a pervert, basically, with a stogie. Yeah. Ro- he says toots. Which toots. Is, there's lots of phrases like that that I haven't heard in years and years and years. Yeah, it's, it's a movie that's set in 1947 and was made in the late 80s slash early 90s so therefore you can expect women to be referred to as toots skirt yep. pussy floozy mm-hmm. they are wow like yeah not, not on. it's like it's not a good time to for, for a female to be written into something and it's also set in a time where that was also the case doubly so yeah. so you kind of get like a weird double whammy in this case we do very strange Bob Hoskins shows up yep and he's a he's a thirsty man very thirsty straight away we kind of get that part of his character I think he might have a problem with alcohol hmm <laughs> there's some subtle hints like yeah. little ones dusted about like he's he's, he's at every scene that there's some sort of brown liquid He's got a gullet. He'll be getting it down his, He's yeah. getting it down his gullet. And I'll be honest, when I watched this as a kid, I think a lot of the alcoholism jokes went over my head. Yeah. And I'm shameful. Of, I'm ashamed of that fact, considering that there's at least two in every scene. Like. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that you miss out on. <laughs> Including segments where characters literally look at the eye going, You're, You're drunk. <laughs> I adore it. Bob Hoskins, what did you make, make of him in this? Obviously, your experience of him has only been limited to <laughs> a, Jamie T a Jamie T music video. But yeah. how do you think he handled himself, you know, in the context of an actual movie with dialogue and scenes? Fine, yeah. He's, I mean, his character's very clearly defined. And do you think he was good, though? Yeah, I think so. When Does you it... think about what he had to I mean, obviously. Yeah, it's what... interacting with 
kind of nothing I imagine on set well, or, some, I mean, or a stick or something there's no one point we should probably talk about so we might as well talk about it now yeah. when you pull back and you reveal at the start that you know it's actually real world mixed in with cartoons and mm. things like that and you take into account when yeah. this was it's done it's done really well what did you think do you think one we yeah, say thought it was done really well yeah. do you think it's held up how do you think it um, yeah I think so I still enjoyed it we, we watched it in like full blu-ray quality I think it's one of these movies that is um, suffered when you watch it on that yeah I think it belongs on VHS. It belongs, yeah, on VHS or in a dusty yeah. th- cinema. Because in, in very high definition, you can see things like... Yeah, it's when um, like props from one thing are using another thing and they're being handed over or touched. Yeah, yeah. Like the handcuffs, they're real, but then there's car- they're around a cartoon yeah, arm, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the thing where it kind of shows up. But for the most part, actual characters in the real world is done, I think, really well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not so much the other way around. When, when uh, Eddie goes into cartoon world, that's yeah. where I think it Kind of starts to, starts get, a to bit, get a little bit strange. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But for the time, I think that I think it's really good. I've always been a, admired anyone who's like has to do any acting when it's like the person's not there in front of you, dressed and looking like yeah. they're meant to. And they actually with this, they just and back use, then you didn't just have Andy Circus. Yeah. Pulling a quite frankly shockingly accurate face of what you look like eventually. Yeah. They just use stand-ins and red-ed stuff, they use mime artists, things like that. So mm. a lot of the time he was talking to nothing. Because yeah. he's obviously holding something up like that. It's as if Andy Circus was there, you know, very yeah. small and shrunk down in his hands, <laughs> covered in balls with a frankly shockingly accurate face of what he's gonna yeah. look like eventually. So you imagine it takes a lot of kind of choreography almost. Yeah, no, definitely. Right. I, I, that's yeah. why I think Bob Hoskins deserves that hearty pat on the back yeah definitely you know yeah. and a thumbs up and a large drink for his excellent <laughs> acting job in this movie so Bob Hoskins who plays Eddie Valiant of Valiant and Valiant Detective Agency Private a- Eyes a ter- are they attorneys at law no they're not attorneys at law okay Valiant and Valiant attorneys at law sounds good yeah Valiant and Valiant brother Seamus's <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. They're hired by a studio executive to follow Roger Rabbit's wife. Yeah. Apparently Roger Rabbit's not been acting right. He says, go follow his wife, take some dirty pictures, yeah. and we'll have a proper look at him. And then he said that you'll somehow set him straight. Yeah. Now forgive me, but if someone is acting weird because their wife is cheating on them, yeah. showing them pictures of their <clears throat> wife cheating on them. That's the way to get them back to normal. That's going to dial it right back in. Yeah. Here, calm down. Look at this picture of your wife cheating on you. Calm it down. Yeah. You know. He's trying to assess why Roger's kind of forgetting lines and slipping up and things like that. And, it says, and Bob suggests maybe too many pianos on the head. And that's the point where the executive kind of says, oh, he's a tune. You can do what you want with him. Yeah, he's a tune. He's got In, no wife. It introduces that kind of weird prejudice. That <laughs> right, we can say it right now that <clears throat> tune is slightly too close to it's, another racial slur, maybe. And the way that yeah. they refer to them with contempt, like... It does feel a bit uncomfortable at times. A little bit. But yeah. it, well, maybe it's particularly with this executive guy, because he talks about them so maliciously and, mm. and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. definitely got that. But that. We also get out of the way the fact that Roger Rabbit's surname is... Is Rabbit. Rabbit, and he's married to Jessica Rabbit, who is yeah. not a rabbit. She is just married to so that's Mr. Not a, Rabbit. Genetic. He is a rabbit. Yeah, he is a rabbit. But his surname is Rabbit. She's not a rabbit. She's not a rabbit. She took on his surname, but not the genetic code. No. That she's yeah. still, hopefully speaking... How very modern. How very modern. 
Very much so. You've got to appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you see Dumbo and like the brooms for Fantasia and it's quite, they, yep. they it's a nice trickle because I remember yeah. this one as a kid kind of going, oh, and Blaz in this and this is it. You know, like you've got Droopy. You've got all these huge like big names, you know, Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, yeah. Goofy, all these huge names. But they do, they hold them back. They're kind yeah, of Yeah, they drip fed in slowly. It's nice. And you see things as well like way in the background. Mm. you'll see like the seven dwarfs just walking walking past yeah. they are very subtle about it mm. and I have to say uh, it must have been a fucking nightmare to clear all yeah. of this between two quite frankly rival animation organisations yeah. they're the two biggest rivals yeah, yeah. and to get them to agree to not only have their stuff in the same movie but their characters to appear on screen and interact yeah this is like it's uh, really cool Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympics <laughs> 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 it, it's like a landmark moment it's a really important no definitely it's, it really was I mean it was the family guy meets the Simpsons except this is good of it's time <laughs> yeah. except it was good and not a fucking shallow spectre oh. grabbing for money in the dark as the yeah. Simpsons and family guy crossover oh was. god I forgot about that a vaguely green spectre that faintly yeah. smells of money used to be impressive oh <sighs> no so you brought me down now just reminding me of the Simpsons family guy crossover I'm, I'm very very sorry about with that. Stewie making an actual rape joke in Bart Simpson's room and I'm like ah. <laughs> oh Seth MacFarlane you are a national treasure oh, who God. I would punch if I saw yeah. honestly I, I honestly would so we meet Dolores yeah so who, when there's when Dumbo you see him in the in the window I'm just I want to point out all the solid gags that I hear in this now movie. Sam and I yep. both obviously do stand up comedy yeah and you know we've done shows together mm-hmm. and we're, we, we, we write together now and then but honestly one point where we do deviate significantly <laughs> is on what we define the term solid gag. Yeah. So when Sam's calling out his quote solid gags here. Solid gag. Do know that I am frowning and probably shaking yeah. my head maybe with my arms folded. Okay. Uh, when he's talking about Dumbo and the best thing about them they work for peanuts and then he gives Dumbo some peanuts that's you know right if you do feed an elephant just peanuts Solid. it will die alright that's yeah. just some saying out there anyone who's interested just to know a peanut fed elephant is a elephant not a cartoon elephant yeah this ain't real he's got a hat he can use any peanuts as he wants that's my first solid gag of the film yeah so Dolores who we're introduced to who is Eddie's squeeze and of course in in typical he's a drunk she runs a bar he owes her money what's the bar called? I don't don't forget don't recall the name do they say the the name of the bar? I don't know if they do okay why? I thought what's the is the red car the, the tram? yeah Okay. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, I thought You're that was the name of the bar. Oh dear, the red car. I when they said talking about the red car, I was like, I know there's a cartoon car in it later, but as far as I know, he's yellow, not red. <laughs> Have they? Has George Lucas touched it up and made it red? <laughs> but yeah, Dolores says he wants. She is owed money, and the you know the ba- the books have been unbalanced. And yeah. He says, "Don't worry, I'm going to get the money for you. I've taken a snoop job." Yeah. Now I thought a snoop job was like a hand job, except there's a joint involved kaboom you know, kaboom solid gag. solid gag <laughs> snoop jobs very good uh the dirty jerk mocks him yeah like, this guy comes to the bar and he's like cartoons and he's got this big shiny horrible face he, he looks fucking he looks like he needs a good wash yeah you know he looks like he, looks like it, he needs a good wash and a bit of cop on he needs a good wallop around the chops is what he needs is, which is uh, what he gets yeah from bob who means business he tells bob what are you gonna do go to little bo peep and look at after her sheep, right, little Bo Peep's a fairy tale, mate. That's not a fucking cartoon, all right. 
that you've gotten clearance in this movie to say anything from the rich canon of beloved cartoons from mm. Warner Brothers and Disney and you come up with Bo fucking come on weak weak oh, he gets beaten up as well we find out as well that a toon killed his brother mm. and then immediately we're getting the sense of this which is something I don't think you were necessarily expecting was that this movie has got two things it's got a tinge of the owl violence yeah a lot of that and it's definitely got a tinge of the old sexuality as well yeah like people weren't reading between lines uh, when they were talking about that it's quite blatant on both of those fronts more Mm. on that later so he decides to go down to this club that's kind of an exclusive high rollers place and he sees Donald Duck and Daffy playing piano Great show. Great. I fucking love that. I'd love to see that. (laughs) Who do you prefer? Are you more of a Disney or a Warner Brothers lad now, if you were to... Um, Mickey, hmm. Goofy, Minnie, Donald, or Bugs, Daffy, Porky? Is Wiley Coyote Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers, yeah. I think Warner Brothers is a lot funnier. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot lot smarter. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. Yes. I think so. Yeah, I'd say so. There was a lot more talking and they were a lot less fucking yeah. tedious. I don't know. I, I, I was always more for from a, a Warner Brothers than a Disney. Uh, this is a really sad thing as well. He's, he's looking to get a drink mm. and it's a cute little penguin which was very adorable. Yeah, the waiters are actually penguins. They're actually penguins. Oh, they're very cute. And they're not even talking penguins. They're just kind of going... Rawr, rawr. Yeah. I love that. It's great. Penguins. You really were like, oh. I, I love penguins, penguins honestly. Sweet. Have you seen March of the Penguins? No. That might be a good documentary, one. Documentary. Seriously. <laughs> documentary swirl. That, that's a good one yeah. to do actually mm. March of the Penguins yeah that'll be good I've not seen any penguins mate. <laughs> have you ever seen a penguin yes in a zoo yeah, like? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. they're cute so, aren't they they're very cute <laughs> not the, funny but nice the it? opposite oh. of, of cute though is what we see it was kind of meant to be cute but was actually quite sad and distressing which is see Betty Boop in black and white in black still. and white uh, there's no work for me but I still got it bloopity boop boop <laughs> Betty Boop was Betty weird. Boop. Yeah, she was weird. Did you ever yeah. watch Betty Boop? No. Did I, I recognise like... Betty Boop from yeah. products, like her face on stuff. Like her, like Felix the Cat, that kind of the black and white era. Yeah. But I don't know what she did. No. Did she just go oopie doop? Did she just scat? Is I that, think so. What was, was, was Betty Boop's gimmick? I don't gimmick? know. Don't know. Yeah. And then we get introduced to the scene which people said was uh, going to result in you going through some sort of postponed yeah. I'm wondering whether black and white Betty Boop was put in at that point just to be like, here's like a supposedly. Is Betty Boop supposed to be sort of sexy? She yeah. was at the time, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's that. We'll get a load of this. And then they bring out Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit, like. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts on Jessica Rabbit? I mean... (laughs) It's so fucking awkward. I mean, she... I will I will respect your decision to lie through your teeth right now. I, it's no, fine. because she is a sexy cartoon. Yeah, she is. Yeah. There's no two I mean that's the point. She is but a sexy cartoon. Yeah. That it's, that is that is with a strange impossible waist and it's like just yeah, it, she's very yeah. And she she talks very she's got a very sexy voice. She had a sexy singing voice. Sexy singing voice yeah. more so than than yeah. another voice. And mm. she's very, very suggestive. Yeah. And straight away this movie which starts off quite in Innocent, and she's basically like rubbing up against all the guys. Yeah, and it's like wow, this this movie has got a uh, has got some uh, adults to it. Yes. Well, at the, at the end of her number, I, I kind of said to you, I do, I get it. I understand yeah. why people have I, that feeling about. See, it. I, I understand it, and yeah. I'm not going to point judgment. You know, I'm not going to after this go and you know furiously beat <laughs> off to a cartoon. <laughs> this podcast has got very Kevin Smith. <laughs> 
I'm trying to beat it off. Honey, I love you, you cunt, but I'm trying to beat off. Big fans of Kevin Smith on the podcast. Actually, that was was the one we were trying to figure out earlier. Have you seen any Kevin Smith movies? Because I think we need to do a Kevin Smith swirl. I think I've seen Zach and... Have you seen Clerks? No. Have you seen uh, Dogma? No. Have you seen Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? No. Oh, Jesus, we're going to have to do that. Okay, cool. Oh, right, that's another one, folks. When these things come up, we have to talk about them straight away. But yeah, Jessica Rabbit, I understand it. Yes. At one point, I probably was very much on that side of of things. But... I will say, obviously, you grow up and you, you, you move on to different things. Yeah. So, I'm looking back there kind of going, oh, yeah, that's fine. And if, you know, other things from back then, like hero clicks and street sharks and whatnot that I was yeah, into. Yeah. Asalu, you know? Yeah, yeah. I should be happy for <laughs> I, I think with, when Jessica Rabbit was on screen being... Um, quite sexy um it felt how i feel when there's actual like a sex scene or something on screen and i'm with someone i felt a bit like awkward <laughs> a little, well he's swallowing thing. a bit weird <laughs> you can imagine because i've, I've been that through this cartoons. yeah and a lot of people have been through this as well watching this as a kid right mm. with your dad yeah yeah right that's an awkward scenario definitely are you happy you watch this with me and not your dad growing up because that would i think weird. so yeah yeah sorry dad I'm but <laughs> it's it was quite strange. It would have yeah. been so weird. <laughs> yeah, so you actually, your first, you know what you said as soon as Jessica Rabbit appeared? No. You went, oh, wow, she is definitely a sexy lady <laughs> rabbit thing. Yeah, that was my immediate feeling. I think if you type in sexy lady rabbit thing into Google, well, I wonder you, if that's what comes up. You'll get a Google shopping and stuff. Or, or a furry or something like that. I don't no, know. I guess Who so, knows? Yeah. We get to see Eddie going backstage, wants to speak with Jessica. He's creeping by her door. It had some relevance for me. This brought me back. I've been to uh, Disneyland mm. in, in Tokyo. I've only been to Tokyo Disneyland. Right. Just, you know, it's how these things end up. Yeah, yeah. And they had a Roger Rabbit ride on it. And I was like, oh, I love Roger rabbits i'll go on this yeah, yeah. it'll be fun and it was basically like a ghost train you know when you kind of you go along and shit just flies in front of no, you yeah, and all yeah. The, yeah. it was that okay but it was meant to tell the tale of the movie of roger rabbit and kind of all the stuff is happening and all that yeah. but it was in japanese okay so if you can imagine screaming bouncing roger rabbit appearing in front of you and it's like hey, hold on. you know it's, it's really like fucking you don't understand yeah it's it's when it's a language where if someone's screaming at you it's quite upsetting and whatnot mm. and at the very end of it you come out and there was a uh, jessica rabbit's door which loads of people were just standing beside getting pictures taken of in front oh. of so i was very very shook after this screaming yeah. ride and just to see all these like people blankly they weren't most of them weren't smiling just getting their picture taken in front of jessica rabbit Robert's door. There's a there's a dark dark. It's got a connection for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's. I think it's an element of the following may have a a, a more dark element to it as well. Mm. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? Eddie gets the bums rush from the giant gorilla. Yeah. There was another solid gag here in your terms. There was. Um, he said, "Nice monkey suit." Yeah. And he goes, that. "Get out of here, chump. chump." Who are you calling chump? Chimp. That, that rhymes as well. Yeah. And then he made monkey noises at him in disgust when he was thrown out, like... Which didn't feel entirely okay. It didn't feel entirely okay, like, given <laughs> it was the 40s and whatnot, but... Yeah. You are what you are. 
So the pictures have been taken. The yep. Snoop job has been complete, <laughs> and Roger is sad, and they yep. pour him a drink to which he explodes. Yeah, I don't, I don't fully get that. The Roger Rabbit having a drink and then going completely doolally thing. Well, have you ever had a sip of? straight hard whiskey no because you, you, I'll be honest now yeah. my experience of drinking with you you've tended to be on the usually a cider yeah actually almost, I'm going to say exclusively a cider mostly cider if not vodka based cocktails yeah yeah. you and I had we went through a phase of having pims oh yeah yeah that was good oh yeah. no oh no I don't pims know. o'clock P- pims o'clock 10 o'clock on a Thursday yeah. is pims o'clock people I'm just saying yeah. but yeah if you've ever had a swift drag of, of hard brown liquor it can do that to you it can give you a bit of a fiery tummy yeah you know? but it won't do that no well no. it depends I mean obviously Roger's just a lightweight but that's him you yeah, know? yeah but it's it's really upsetting as well because he's all like broken and like yeah. shaking and I got to this point where like Roger's every scene he's bouncing off the walls he's screaming at the top of his lungs He's always very kind of shook looking. And uh, I just imagine that he has a headache most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you ever get that feeling? I think he has that kind of... Like, oh, gee. Like you know when you're a kid and you've like been playing too much non-stop. and you've been running around and you just have the, like a hot, weird sort of And someone's headache. like, you're tired. You're like, I'm yeah. not tired. Yeah, I but think you he feels really that. really are. And he's, he's, he's felt that. Yeah. I was feeling at the end of this movie, he's just going to walk in and go, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> just like have a sit down and you know, just be like, oh. I can't keep this fucking uh, shit going, you know? Yeah. There's another solid gag here, is that the photographs are of um, Jessica and the, um, what's his face? Oh, Mr. Acme. Playing patty cake. Yeah. And that's literally them playing patty cake. I think that's a that's a funny And he gift. starts bursting, he starts crying because they're playing patty cake. Yeah. Like, you know. No. I do like, if they were saying they were making whoopee and they had a whoopee cushion, I thought that would have maybe yeah, simi- edged into being a solid gag. It's a similar goof. Yeah, I, similar I, I enjoyed goof. it. So Eddie looks at the photos from his past, seeing him and Dolores yeah. all having fun on a beach holiday where he's wearing a cute little hat. Mm. And at one point, he looks particularly sad because he sees a photo of him and his brother. Yeah. But they're both playing tiny little guitars in the in the ocean, and that makes him very sad. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a tiny novelty guitar. I think it's sad. because he was sad that he put his guitar in the wash and it came <laughs> out like that. <laughs> Wait. Excellent. Yeah. So he, he ends up drinking his entire bottle of hooch. Yeah. Oh, what's the photo where there's the, the two of them opening up the thing? Oh, it's it's the two. It's him and his brother and Dolores, and they're opening up Valiant and Valiant. And it's just like two brothers and a floozy opening up. Yeah, it says like thing. two flatfoots and a floozy. What? It's like, all right. Yeah. Obviously, they're not. Uh, uh, I don't think much of her. <laughs> no. Hey, look what I got ingrained on a plaque forever. You're a floozy. Don't ever forget. Ugh. Horrible. Mm. I, I actually, I'm going to unpopular opinion. Cool. I like Dolores. Yeah. I don't. I don't care about Jessica Rabbit that much. I'm more. I'd like Dolores. Oh, there. Good for you. Know like I mean? a yeah. real woman. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm a real man who likes a real woman. <laughs> well, I fancy the cartoon. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's not a cartoon, if you love cartoons, you go to Clips for Sale, they're badly animated. <laughs> they're badly animated. They're made by someone who's not got quality of anim- animation in mind, he's got other things in mind. I'll try getting the funding for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
We do the stereotypical private eye trope, which is he falls asleep, wakes up, and a bottle is mysteriously gone. Yeah. You know? It's very good. I wonder if there's a thirsty intern in there that's just making him think he's an alcoholic. Like. He's woken up. Uh, we get the whole thing that's been set up. Apparently, Roger has reacted badly to the to the Snoop job photos, and he's gone off, and he's only killed Mr. Acme yep. in, in a fit of rage. With a safe. With, oh, he dropped a safe on him, which yeah. is, you know, the MO, obviously, of a cartoon. Yeah. So if you and I are ever thinking about murdering anyone I think we should just you know drop a safe on it and be like yeah. it was a an anvil or a piano an anvil or piano you know. we were talking about this how would you like to go in a cartoon world anvil piano safe yeah, I, I giant say, malice I said piano for the noise oh it's a great noise yeah when it like falls over like, a three story window like that you know yeah. it's great it's the, no- it's the noise I wish I could make from any piano yeah. if it was a key on the piano that, that would do that do that noise yeah. I just would keep pressing, pressing that, that. Dum, dum, dum. it's great it's got a sense of dread and foreboding to it I adore, yeah. it. I adore it but basically that's set up the whole crux of this movie who has conspired to place Roger Rabbit looking like he has committed murder who's done a frame <laughs> you've been framed Roger Rabbit Jeremy Beadle just comes in like hello you know I've set you up and he's the- just doing this to get 250 quid <laughs> It's a lot of it's it's a large small amount of money, okay? <laughs> People would do a lot of things for Jeremy Beetle's approval and two hundred and fifty quid, and don't you forget it. Uh, so we go to the warehouse where Acme was apparently killed by Roger, and yep. the police are all playing with the toys. There's like the mallet that has the punching glove. Yeah, in it, and, and everyone's being quite mean to Eddie at this point. They're like, all "Hey, the- Eddie, your brother was killed." <laughs> I thought it was insensitive because the it chief, was. the chief there, uh, Santino, he's like, "Here, come here and have a have a look, see at, at this murder," because I know you're into this sort of thing. And he comes in, and there he is, fucking laid out, squished underneath a safe. He's like, "Oh yeah, sure, I know your brother was killed in much the same way, but never mind that. That's so insensitive. Yeah, you know, is. you don't take the guy to the to the scene of the crime of the exact <laughs> way your brother was killed. But yeah, the, the cops are all having a having a laugh. At yeah, call him. Got him. Call him drunk. Yeah. Didn't you used to? I mean, in fairness, yeah. Oh, that, that, now that's a bad gag. Yeah. Hashtag bad gag. The cop saying, didn't you used to be an Eddie Valiant? Eddie Valiant. I hear you've, it's it's something like, I've heard you change your name to... to Jack Daniels. Fucking rubbish, Jack. That's right. Here's a go, oh, you're Eddie Valiant. I hear your brother died. I hear you got a new partner, though, Jim Bean. There you go, that works. That's a bit better, yeah. Exactly. And looking by things, you've been sleeping with Jack Daniels as well. Maybe you you kind of get into that, you know? Don't just say he's changed his name. Yeah. Ooh, I lo- I'm such an alcoholic. I've, I've changed, changed my, my name. name to Jack Daniels. Ooh, there he goes. Super tenants. Didn't he change his name because <laughs> he loves it so much? Like, vodka Red Bull. Get over here, you lush. Yeah. Okay. So the piece playing with the toys, you get introduced to the villain of the piece. The man who is the law and order in Toontown. I wonder if he's the baddie with this name. Judge fucking Doom. <laughs> Judge Doom. Yeah. That makes Judge Dredd turn around and go, gee. Jesus. <laughs> a little on the nose. A little on the nose, don't you think? And who's he played by? He's played by um, Rick from Rick and Morty. There we go. That's the. That, that's deeper. a good, solid gang. Uh, Doc Brown. Doc Brown. Um, what's his face? Christopher uh, Lloyd. Yeah. Were you happy to see him back? Yeah. Oh, I, it took me a moment to to recognise his face because of the quite the good. At, he's someone. If it was anyone other than Christopher Lloyd, would have been typecast.
podcast is Doc Brown forever. Yeah. But he's actually so good. He's got such a range. Mm. He's quite good at playing scary here. Yeah. Very scary, actually. And again, you've obviously got a lot of sexuality with with old Jessica. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of violence throughout this movie. And uh, Judge Doom, when I was a kid, scared yeah, yeah. the piss out of me. He's very scary. Very scary. Like, with his weird throughout. glasses, all his black clothes. He looks his... like a Nazi. His Tipex teeth. <laughs> he's he's got the Nazi look to him. He looks like oh, yeah, a man who's who's gone to the fucking glove. Yeah, it's very kind very of very na- yeah. Nazis love PVC. They do. They're mad into they it. They do though, hugely so. Yeah. Judge Doom introduces this dip that he yeah. has. The dip. Yeah. Well, they're also looks... about there's no way to kill a tune. And he opens it up, and it looks kind of like. If you ever made stock and you've left it on for a little bit too long, the kind of the scum that forms on the top layer yeah. there is what we've It was got. a mix of chemicals and I can't remember what they were. It's like acetone, benzene, and like paint stripper or something like yeah. that. And you were wondering if it was toy poison for humans as well. Yeah, well later on I kind of started thinking, wait a minute. I started putting the pieces together for yeah. the ending, but we'll get to that later. But he puts this little squeaky shoe. And just just hanging out, and then he just puts it in the dip to prove that the dip Dip is dip. Which leads me to believe that is, is a kind of is a generally considered then in Toontown yeah. that if you can't speak or if you're just an anthropomorphized prop yeah. that you have your life has no intrinsic value Aww. or meaning. But I'm just saying about Toon Welfare here. It's such a cute little shit. No one bats an eyelid. Yeah. They're kind of like, oh, that's a very good way for killing tunes. Yeah. I didn't know we could do that. So no, Judge Doom puts his big glove on and then dips him in the dip. And it's a red shoe. And obviously, it's the whole thing is that it's like a paint stripping thing, so he runs all the colour from it. Yeah. He takes his hand out. It looks like blood. And it? it looks like blood because he was red. Yeah. And it's very, 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 very harrowing. Yeah. Right, now, there's obviously a joke here, which is which is quite funny, because he's mm. coming out there and he's got the, the, the rubber glove and it's covered in reds, right? But I don't feel comfortable two fucking lads making that joke. So I will say, with this following joke, that it was said by Joe, the intern, who is a lady, Mm -hmm. who was here watching it with us. And when Judge Doom turned around and his hands all covered in in that red goo, she said, some men love their women every day of the month. Which I will say is a solid gag, on the proviso that we know that it's coming from a lady. Yeah. Okay. So that's very funny. I feel okay now. But I really like the idea of having to put on a leather <laughs> glove. <laughs> you know, it, you know, it is that time. It doesn't matter. I've got my giant leather glove. Like you know, just let me dip it in benzene first, and then we'll nothing take... sexy. <laughs> no, there's nothing sexy about that glove. Uh, you know, <clears throat> right? So the baby Herman meets up with Eddie and starts talking about how the death and the murder is rather suspicious because Mr. Acme apparently had a last will and testament, which the police say didn't wasn't. Yeah. And it was always uh, understood amongst the Toon folk that he would leave Toontown to their own devices after he passed on. Which obviously means then that they can kill any non-speaking anthropomorphized prop that they want. I'm I'm, I'm a bit bit suspect of the whole thing. Mm. They're kind of like, why is he controlling things? He runs Acme, I get that. It's a big gimmick. Particularly for Wile E. Coyote. Why does he get to run things? I don't know. It's kind of cartoon logic, isn't cartoon it? Cartoon logic. Land yeah. developers. Yeah. You know? But then there's a lot of kind of like, he's the majority stockholder and things like that. There's proper grown-up things. Yeah, and there's also terms. silly toon stuff. There's stuff for grown-ups and kids. Yeah. We get to have a nice little shot inside of uh, Eddie's office. And we do see the greatest thing ever. We were talking about how, we were watching this, and we were like, don't you know, like how they always show that it's, like, it's a really, sh- it's a real shithole that the private detective is in and like, 
oh, isn't it awful? People yeah. would kill for a bed set like that in LA. Are you exactly. kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Filing cabinet spring bed that goes into the wall? That was my favourite bit, I think. Just I the, want that. The him grasping at the th- cabinet and then it kind of... It's, it's a, bed a good visual gag it's as well brilliant. as a thing that makes you go, I want that. It's very brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. And of course, Roger Rabbit is inside the bed and he makes a litany of drinking jokes. He's fucking non-stop. I asked this guy, I asked this guy, and they didn't know, and then these guys didn't know, the fireman didn't know, but the liquor store owner... He knew. Yeah, it's like, Roger Rabbit, one more Because you're a drunk. (laughs) Yeah, he says that at one point. Because you're a drunk. One more line out of him and one other person Uh, from his life in there. It would have been an intervention. Okay? As opposed to a cartoon rabbit running them down. Where's your brother? He seems like a sensitive and sober guy. (laughs) He's not a drunk like you. Oh, God. Uh, They get handcuffed together. Roger wants him to help him out. And then he's obviously hesitant to help out any cartoon. So he handcuffs them together. They're stuck. And that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Very cartoony. Very cartoony. I do yeah. like that. And he's, he's not got keys for his handcuffs. Why would you even have the handcuffs yeah. then? You know, the only point in having handcuffs there, if you've not got the keys, is kind of going, right, there may be a scenario where I want to attach myself to something forever. Mm. And that's never, that's never really a <laughs> I've good never really, I've yeah. never had one of those movie briefcases with something of incredible value <laughs> inside that I've felt the need to handcuff to me. Uh, so, yeah. The weasel police. The weasel police. <laughs> So Judge Doom, who's very, very scary and sinister, has got not a particularly scary but quite sinister squad of goons yeah. who are a bunch of weasels. So what's his job? Judge Doom, he's basically in charge. Is he like of chief of police? Kind of. Yeah, he's in charge of legal matters. Yeah, it's kind of vague as to what his role is. He's it's basically if if Toons commit crimes to deal with the human the world, he's kind of the one who sorts out. Basically, yeah. So there's this little gang of weasels. It's hard to imagine him having a surgery in the local office, like you know, having uh, people in for a bit of a Q and A, telling them about you know their rights as tenants and stuff. It doesn't seem like no. he's doing that kind of no. thing. No. But the weasels, I do enjoy the weasels. They all kind of have a, their own little gimmick going. There's yep. weasel that is stupid because he has a baseball bat and a yeah. child's hat there is kind of like southern american gangster weasel who's got a bit of a mullet mm-hmm. then there's tom waits weasel who's got loads of cigarettes in his mouth who's fucking gross yeah and then there is stray jacket weasel yep because as we know if you're mentally unwell in a movie in the 90s you're straight obviously you're evil yeah. straight jacket can't be controlled yep. and then there's main one who's just got a nice kind of leader weasel <laughs> leader weasel who's got quite frankly a lovely ascot yes yes very much so and they've come to uh, you know Know, they want they want Roger they yep. want they want him sorted out and uh, they go in and he, he hides him very well yeah. in a sink mm. don't try this at home kids no obviously but uh, the weasels have to shoot the door <laughs> the weasels what's weird with the weasels is uh, I only noticed this watching it this time mm. the weasels are cartoons but they've got they've got human guns if you actually look at oh, their hands okay. their guns are actually real real guns that's weird which is kind of scary and other points they've got knives and shivs yeah and, well, not so comfortable they are kind of creepy weird. those weasels I don't like the fact and they walk funny I don't they walk funny and they could potentially actually kill me yeah I'm not happy about that mm. but he manages to give the weasels the shake because he's hidden them in his dirty laundry yeah touche sir to you <laughs> Roger manages to get out of his handcuffs uh, they go to the speakeasy oh, to basically God. get out yeah it's you know you're, you're standing they hide back then they try and store off the, he's the like, handcuffs does this help and he's you know he's sawing away and... are you telling me you could get out of that at any time not at any time just when it's funny and I properly yeah. cracked up at that that was his funniest line I think Roger oh god because to be honest so this much. time when I was watching it I was kind of like is Roger funny or is he irritating that's kind that of was what 
fucking funny. But that was gold. Yeah. Absolutely gold. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit pays a visit to Eddie, who manages to be topless during this entire scene. Yeah. It's kind of awkward. Bo- Bob's Bob's back is what Bob's they, back yeah. is very, very hairy, hairy back. Quite a hairy back. He's kind of got maybe like he's got the body of a baked potato. Yeah. That's been baked for slightly too long. Mm, and know? is hairy. And is hairy. Yeah. You know, has fallen on the floor in the in, in <laughs> Spudgy like and has rolled around a little bit. Oh. Spudgy like if you do want to follow us at Cinema Swirl. Spudgy like. Spudgy like. The uh, baked potato. They, the, I'm just saying they've they've cornered the baked potato takeaway market. Food, baked potato. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're chain. Cool. Spud you like at Spud you like. I, I don't know if they're still. Honestly, I don't even know if they're still going. I'm assuming they are. We'll, we'll find out. Do people still eat potatoes in this country? I feel like I can't ask that question without in, in some sort of racial thing coming up for, due to my Irishness. Yeah. Jessica drops the uh, the main line of this movie. Mm. You know, the one that she's known for, which yeah. is "I'm not bad. I'm just drawn." that way yeah and the thing I thought about Jessica at this point is that she has all of her clothes of the same shape yeah. but they're different because she has sparkly sparkle one, one and, and red she one. has like red one she has two dresses like, I know you're drawn that way but you presumably dress yourself so you... so say she can't help it that she, yeah. you know, she's drawn that way presumably by some white guy yeah yeah probably <laughs> or, almost certainly who's got a big lad in his pants as he's drawing yeah. it as well and this is all very kind of weird slapstick sexy uh, yeah the whole like she bumps her boobs into him and things like that and the like noise that. it makes yeah like, he, he's, he, I think he's on the floor and he gets up and he hits his head on her boob and it makes like a cartoon <laughs> kind of stupid noise I don't think there's anything in real life that actually makes that noise no <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, yeah. if you're with a lady and her breast makes that noise, go to your GP or physician. Definitely. Because that's cause for concern. Yeah. That's not a noise you want to be hearing no. in that area at all. So we're finding out now about this thing called Cloverleaf. Cloverleaf, mm-hmm. it's this company which is buying up all property and they're suspected of being ones who are involved with this whole business and potentially. Yeah. There's a thing about, you know, Toontown wanting to be bought and the Acme uh, lot being bought because it's the link to Toon. They, they kind of, with their Exposition. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. They kind of zip it by at quite an alarming rate. Yeah, this is a movie which is gonna have. I feel a bit embarrassed for not following everything. Completely. Oh no, because it's quite complicated. Yeah, because I felt a bit the whole silly thing with the, the Maroon Studios and that they, they can only sell their land if Acme Studios sell theirs as well. So there's blackmail involved, and they want to buy Acme Studios because that has a link through to Toontown, which can be drilled through. So they can build it. It's complicated. It, it's like very a, complicated. Yeah. This is like something that they do in the Sopranos. It is, yeah. You know, yeah. like leaning on yeah. people to sell their properties exactly. and stuff like that. It's like the thing they do where they uh, with all the the, the low cost housing in season four. I think yeah. it is, you know. Yeah. But yeah, for a kids' movie, and it's got quite a high concept villain plot, mm. you know, because you don't really know what they're doing right until the end. It's it's quite a mystery yeah. in that sense. But we know that Cloverleaf is involved. Yeah. Judge Doom, which would be an amazing name for a wrestler now that I think about oh, it. Yeah. Judge Doom. Yeah, they're back at the bar, aren't they? And yeah. Roger's been dancing on the tables and entertaining everyone. Because he likes to make people Yeah. Bob, Bob's very cross about this and Roger makes a little speech about how important laughter is so that sometimes laughter is the only weapon that we have I thought that was like a really like a nice thing I was really thinking like, if we ever said anything sweet like that yeah. to each other while doing stand up like yeah. you know a little nervous for a gig laughter is the only thing we have the <laughs> no, only get up there. the only <laughs> 
Can I tell this story? The one yeah, from... sure. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah. Okay. We did a gig once, though, because uh, it's... Obviously, you have moments like what the one here, the sentimental moment about talking about making people laugh. Oh, yeah. Close thing we would have is when if one of us didn't do particularly well. Yeah. And there was one time where I don't think you were quite And happy. it wasn't always me. It wasn't always you. No. Sometimes it was me. <laughs> and uh, there was one time where you came up and you weren't happy with how it went. It wasn't particularly good or whatever. Yeah. You were unnoticeably oh, upset. Mm. And I went over to you and I said... Why do we fall down right away? <laughs> <laughs> so we can get back up. You know, I, yeah. I Michael Caine'd you. That was you know, nice. I that, Alfred'd you. Thank you for that. You know, that's the closest we've ever gotten. Yeah. But next time I say laugh. Sometimes laughter is the only weapon we have. But they didn't laugh. That's the <laughs> problem, you know. He starts asking Judge Doom, there's a special on the board that says French dip, 50 yeah. cents. Right, now I understand why there needs to be French, the word dip on the on the board. It's for, for him to rub it out now, and put... can we agree that they're saying French onion dip? Is that what well, that's I meant guess to be? So. That's not a special. Well, yeah, is French dip on its own? It's the thing. It's French onion dip. It does no, three. I... Give me some French dip. The fuck is that? I don't know. That's not a thing. French onion dip. Yeah. Tweet in if you reckon you know. At Cinema Swirl, I've heard please. French dip, I think. Have you? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is I've it? heard I've heard both. Okay, but anyway, we can both agree. Anyway, it's not a special. It's not a special. No. It's like 50 cents for some dip. There's not even any toasted flatbread with it, for fuck's sake. Get out of here. <laughs> But yeah. he goes over and he, he rubs out French dip. Yeah. Rabbit dip, dip. Five grand. Yeah. Actually, this is ruining my uh, my enjoyment of the word dip because I associate that with Papa John's at the moment. Oh, that's, yeah. That's going wrong. Are you now. on the Papa John's at the moment then, are you? Yeah. Because like, like honestly, right, this, this is the way it goes with Papa John's. I think John's. that's the best one. You don't have a Papa John's, you know, once in a blue moon. No. You either have an intense period of Papa John's, like <laughs> yeah. two months where you get it multiple times a week. Or you don't have Papa John's. Yeah. So you're about the dip, are you? Well, I, do you like yeah. the, do you like that yellow dip? The yellowy. Do you like garlic. that fucking gross? No, what exactly? It's fucking amazing. <laughs> What's going on? No, cause, no, because the yellow gross dip. It is. Yeah. It's everyone. It's always, just garlic butter, isn't it? It and is. Buttery dip thing. And no one wants to admit that they like dipping pizza into butter, but it's so good. It's so fucking yeah. good. And you know what the best thing about it as well? Because most people think it's gross. Okay. It's not gross. It's not gross. It's great. Go, why did they put a green pepper and yellow slime in my pizza? Oh, it's not awful. I'll take that away from it, you. It's because they're used to like garlic and herb dip being like you know just like a it's pe- not pizza white, hurt dominoes type it's thing. It's not yeah. white with green bits in it, oh, but it's better. It's better. Don't judge a book by its slimy yellow cover, friends. But anyway, this film is ruining my perception of the word dip. Dip. It's, yeah. It's it's starting to not be associated not, with that. It's fun, no. Are you worried that if you you spill that dip on a cartoon it's gonna like <laughs> melt it? It's probably got benzene and acetone, all that shit in it anyway. <laughs> probably. Papa John's, if you are interested though, at Cinema Swirl, by all means. Yeah, you know, sure. uh, get on board the dip train, yeah. you know? A Papa John's goes great with a with a bit of Pepsi Max. Exactly. Yeah. Although that one time you didn't have Pepsi Max. Well, yeah, come on, Papa John's. Sort it out. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But just Zoom, yeah, he's been a bit of a prick. Been a bit of a prick, and he's like five grand to help this guy. And one of the drunks, he goes, "Oh, I've seen a rabbit around here." It's the like, same drunk who got beaten up. Yeah, before. got beaten up for earlier. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I've seen a rabbit around here." And he's like, "Ah, tell me about the rabbit." And he's like, "Yeah, I've seen a rabbit." He's my friend, Harvey, over here. At that moment, I realised that a character in this movie had made a reference that you're not going to guess. You don't know. You've oh, seen Harvey. Oh, fuck, is that film with the, the invisible... Pink Rabbit, yeah. yeah. Harvey, yeah. Yes. So, there you I've go. I've heard about that film. You've not it's seen some... that film, though, no, have you, mate? No, no, no. For fuck's sake, like... Is it G- Jimmy... Jim... Jim... No. Is there someone with... It's okay, it's, it's fine. James, James, James Stewart? G- James Stewart, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. God, no. Yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> ah. He's in it. 
Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's what that reference is. That's that reference. That's is, a good yeah. reference. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just being a prick. I don't have I'd your money at <laughs> Bill's house. Yeah. Frank's house. <laughs> <laughs> Judge <laughs> Doom's being a prick. He's got the dip. He's trying to lure Roger out with shaving a haircut. Yeah. What is that? Shaving a haircut? Two bits. I honestly don't know. It's where that tune comes from. Oh. It's shaving a haircut. Two bits, which is the cost of shaving know a haircut. That's what it is. Yeah, I just thought that was just how you ended a cartoon. No, that's the well, that's the name of that tune. Two bits. Yeah, that's what money bit. used to be back yeah. in the day, was it? Yeah. It's like, it like rocks and the Flintstones. Bits, and that's why when Roger comes out, he's two bits. Oh, very good. It's not just saying that he can't resist a shave and a haircut. I thought he couldn't resist the. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. But he does say, "Yeah, shaving a haircut." Learn something new every day. I like that. There you go. Roger has a bit of a drink though you know just as he's about to be put in the dip he's like one last request yeah yeah he does the old switcher on him you know i don't want it i do want it i don't want it i do want it. yeah very good works in elmer fudd works in roger rabbit and again yeah he explodes yeah breaks all the booze yeah. which eddie must have hated <laughs> you know sacrificing booze like that yeah and then the um the dip spills right yeah this point gets knocked over and judge doom backs away mm. right and that and later on i can't yeah it's these well, things. just for the record, if we're looking at the chemicals that they're talking about, there's acetone, there's benzene. Are they bad for humans? Well, benzene is carcinogenic, so that will give you cancer. Right. So maybe he just doesn't want to get cancer. Now, like, honestly, yeah. I wouldn't want that either. So uh, the other people are kind of like, ha, ah, you know. Yeah. They obviously, those are the kind of people who haven't read meat all the time. They don't care about, you know, their increased risk of cancer, no. you know. Check it out, people. You gotta be careful. I was thinking, yeah, the glove, and then him backing away from it. And yeah. Like, oh wait a minute. No, yeah. the Daily Mail will be all over the dip. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know, shock hard dip causes <laughs> it's cancer. It's a horrible gun. It's a horrible gun. Can be harmful. Horrible greens foaming yeah. mess can cause cancer. Mm. So they go outside, and they they lose this earlier. The cartoon car who was all locked up. So yeah. they get him to go for a ride, and there's a big chase with this awesome cartoon taxi. Benny. I love Benny. Yeah. I love him so much. He's so weird. I laughed a lot at him as a taxi cab his face turning his around his actual entire head turning around and talking about sport yeah That's, I love uh, that fucking brilliant that cute nice big chase though it's really cool yeah. you know he's been shot at going up and down and this is one of the moments where like the the actual you know having cartoons on real backdrop was, was very impressive I thought yeah, so I think it, it actually worked really well mm. particularly when you know that thing because of the size of the car that he was probably driving around on like a little go-kart going yeah a little golf yeah, I was quite impressed when Bob Hoskins got in. Yeah, I was like, how do they do? It, still it looked really, really cool. Sure they just kind of drew around it, basically yeah. on the frames. It's really, really awesome. So they hide out in the cinema for a little bit, watching Goofy. Yeah. Roger is very annoyingly spilling popcorn everywhere, which is a pet peeve of mine. Mm. Also, it seemed to be in like a cereal box. It was, I think it was like a thin popcorn a very box. Thin Nowadays, we're used to massive buckets. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Can I have something the size of my torso, please? Yeah, and exactly. contain roughly the same amount of saturated fat. Thank mm. you. But yeah, he starts telling him. This really the the story about how his brother was killed yeah. in terrible detail, and Roger's like, "You must hate Amen. all of us." Yeah. You know? I don't want to read too much into the racial thing, but you could substitute in, you know. Yeah, if one person from one group from one commits ethnic a group crime, and then he holds a grudge against the whole yeah. time, like, you know? yeah. 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 Uh, layers okay. with Roger Rabbit yeah and uh, Roger asked him to um, does he get him to apologise for yanking his ears oh yeah he's like I don't he says I don't hate you you know like, yeah. I don't hate you because of what happened to my brother he's like oh so you feel bad about it? And, you know, the, all the times you've, you know, you've hit me and all that stuff he's like yeah yeah goes, even when you yanked my ears <laughs> now we thought that was very funny because yank sounds a bit like wank <laughs> 
minutes, we went from, geez, I think that might be an analogy for, for racial violence and tensions in the late 40s. Doesn't that word goes, sound like wank? Mate, that word sounds like wank. I don't know what. People are never going to figure out this podcast, are they? Why is it? Oh, it's a show where they look at movies and they kind of try and draw smart analogies. And then they find words that sound like wank. And they have a proper big laugh about them. But he says yanked my ears like so many fucking times. <laughs> Honey, I love you, but could you wank my ears? You know, it's 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 great. Big fan of Roger Rabbit yep. in the cinema. Jessica kidnaps Roger, seemingly. And again, mm-hmm. they're trying to allude to and make it feel like you don't know whose side she's on. Like, yeah. you know, they're trying to make it mysterious in that way. So Eddie goes and pays a visit to Maroon, the guy who owns the cartoon studio, to get more information. And he goes, what is this, some kind of joke? And he goes, no, this is a joke. He sprays them with seltzer. Mm. And then he just punches them in the face. Yeah. That is the worst joke ever. Ever, like knock knock spray punch what do you punch me in the mouth for you know but basically he's trying to find out what the story is and they're uncovering layers of this conspiracy that no child in their right mind is going to understand mm. and a very 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 long gun appears yeah and Eddie like the hero that he is dives out of the way and lets the man get shot in the fucking back yep That's there, not goes, a... there goes Mr. Maroon shot in the back mm. big holes and he's like hanging down from like a thing isn't he because his tie's all been put in a, yeah. What's the machine? Oh, like a kind of a, a printing press type yeah. thing. Yeah. It's awful. Ugh. Not a way to go. So they decide now they're going to go to Toontown to save Roger. They think he's headed off in that direction. Yeah. Go to Toontown. You need a Toon gun. You got a Toon gun. Yep. You need Toon bullets. You got Yosemite Sam's big big pistol he basically and he's got yeah. all these like hard talking various wild west caricatures mm. i like i like talking bullets yeah they were cool they were very very cool but doesn't doesn't um eddie stop drinking at this point yeah he's well he's got the gun and yeah. uh they're all like telling him, oh you haven't seen it so long it's right of the old times because i think he used the gun when he was with his brother you say right okay and then he has that kind of poor me poor me poor me mm, another drink. drink kind of moment and yeah. He pours down the rest of his liquor and he wasteful. shoots the bottle. Very yeah. wasteful. Mm. Very, very wasteful. As we all know, that if you're truly an alcoholic, you're going to drink every drop you have, then give up. Okay, exactly. That's how you yeah. do. You don't waste some no. good stuff like that. They go into Toontown and immediately when they arrive, it's just like a Kiora advert because yeah, no, everything is fucking juking and jiving. It's scary. It is. I found it, I, I compared it to the... Um... <laughs> to the tunnel in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that they yeah it's real it's fucking like psychedelic it suddenly goes really strange and I, yeah was... I don't like seeing trees with faces moving in time no. to music and it was very Kiora it was very Kiora like this was far too orangey for, for crows, crows this yeah. scene like you know they can't handle it at all nope. we do at this point get to see a lot of big names when he arrives in Toontown like mm. Droopy is in the elevator great little scene where yeah. he goes flying up then Tweety when he's hanging at the edge of, of, a, of, of a window a little Tweety Bird comes in you know love that he thinks he sees Jessica Rabbit but it's some sort of scary non-Jessica Rabbit this is not a sexy cartoon oh no it's an unsexy cartoon and she's like run away man (laughs) you know it was was really odd it was I'm not sure what it was made of it was very nightmarish and uh, this is when we have Eddie in cartoon world rather than cartoons in Eddie world basically and this is probably what people remember this movie for most even yeah. though this is probably only around 10 minutes of the actual it's a lot time. 
less convincing in, in terms of things holding up I think the stuff in Cartoon World is less convincing than mm. the other way around I, I do like really when he's falling from the sky and Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse which for the wrestling fans out there was very much like seeing Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair in the yeah, 80s the big names yeah. big names mm. different brands different drawing potential Yeah, but uh, yeah to see him there chatting with them that was really cool Yeah, and again to think that little scene which we saw which was, which was quite funny and quite cute yeah. you know, to think how many hours of lawyers <laughs> meetings and men in suits and briefcases probably it took for that scene to actually happen is quite, quite funny, impressive yeah. Yeah. Jessica saves the life of Eddie Valiant yeah. and uh, yeah she, she managed to save him and they're like alright we're gonna go and get Roger they get a cab they're driving in it and it's like what does he see in you she goes he makes me laugh because sometimes Kevin laughter is the only weapon we have yeah, in, in in the pursuit of a romantic interest. Which requires weapons. Which requires weapons. <laughs> Such as laughter. What did you do? I used my weapons against her, you know? Use my GSOH. What, what does GSOH mean? Good sense of humour. Is that what that is? Yeah. Fucking hell, I thought yeah, it was yeah. like, I thought it was a military thing or something like that, you know? Well, there's abbreviations or the in uh, Lonely Hearts force. Yeah. Ads and things like that. GSOH. Yeah. Good sense of humour. Yeah. Poor sense of humour. Which is one of those ones you have to know, <laughs> otherwise it doesn't make any sense. If Good sense of acronyms might have been slightly yeah. more helpful in that respect, Good you know? <laughs> It's like all nearest offer, ONO. Yeah. Which for a long time I didn't know what that was. So oh no, I'm <laughs> selling this I'm selling this thing on eBay. Oh three hundred pounds. No. Oh no. Oh no, I'll never afford that. Yeah. The yeah. car crashes. Yep. It's awful because like the goo, the dip goes across the road and he essentially burns his feet. Yeah. And it's like, like one of those police trap things. Yeah. yeah it's it, really it, awful. But they, it really hurts him. You get tied up and captured and taken to Acme where Judge Doom is basically planning to drill through into Toontown. Yeah. It's and all his fault. He's it, the baddie. It's all his fault. The bloody yeah. baddie. Who would have thought Judge, <laughs> Judge Doom was the bad guy who would have thought the nightmare reaper was the bad guy all along he seemed so friendly who would have thought lord slidlington was the bad guy (laughs) who would have thought this trail of slime led to a bad guy slugsley was evil what (laughs) but one moment in this which was uh, quite scary which is when they they've tied up roger and jessica Mm. and one of them go one of the weasels is like i'll take care of this man oh what he's he goes literally to put his hand in her boobs yeah yeah. And, and which there's a bear there trap. is a bear trap in there. Which made me love Jessica Rabbit so much. Yeah. That's, that's a great thing. That's, yeah. I mean, if that was feasible, I'd say that that should yeah, be something yeah. that uh, old ladies should... Until the technology is there, maybe mm. they'll make an app for us in the meantime, yeah. you know? So Doom is basically going to kill all the tunes. He's going to dip everyone to death. Yeah, he's going to spray yeah. him. He's got, a big, he's got a big car, which is basically kind of like, you know, you know if you had like a series of toys as a kid, you know, like yeah. a Crash Test Dummies, Ninja Turtles, Street Sharks... That would be the expensive vehicle. Yeah, because it actually you, shoots stuff out. Because it shoots it. stuff out. It's big. A lot of them can sit in it. You yeah. Know? That's a Christmas present is all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Say. Big style. So Doom is going to kill all the tunes with, with his big scary thing. He's going to pave over all of Toontown. Get rid of it. Make it into a freeway. And his vision of evil is so underwhelming. It's so boring, isn't it? Because he turns There'll be no traffic jam. <laughs> There'll be no traffic There'll be gas stations. People will get on the freeway and they'll get off it. <laughs> if they want to get something to eat, there'll be restaurants, car dealerships, and there'll be no need for public transportation. You son of a bitch, you know. They get really pissed off when he yeah. finds out, oh, they won't need the red car anymore, Mr. <laughs> Valiant. You see, in my world, 
<laughs> Such a boring vision. The tram will be quite unnecessary. <laughs> I believe we'll start by decreasing the timetable and then getting rid of it on bank holidays <laughs> and then weekends altogether. I can't get behind it. No. You know? It's not scary enough after all the build-up. It's not worth killing all those cartoons for such a banal thing, no. you know? Replace them with evil cartoons or something at least, yeah. you know? But anyway, you gotta hand it to him. He's sticking to it. Yeah. Roger Rabbit comes in to save the day with a golden pistol. <coughs> and he's, like, he's, he's quite quick. He's pointing at everyone. Yeah, yeah. Takes and control of the situation. Yeah. And then he is quite immediately captured. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't last long. Bob Hoskins, knowing that the time is now, mm. and we've been constantly reminded throughout this that the weasels have a problem with laughing. And every yeah. time they laugh, it's like, don't laugh. You'll laugh yourself to death. Yeah. So obviously it's... There's more than one way to kill a tune, it seems. Yeah. And this one, obviously, making them laugh. laugh. Bob Hoskins. Oh, God. Bob Hoskins singing, which is... Yeah. It's hardly Jamie T, is it? No, it's not. I'm Bob Hoskins, (laughs) and I'm here to sing. I'm going to dance now and do another thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's not an exaggeration. It's literally like that. It's just I will dance over here and dance over there. I am thirsty and alcoholic. But he does start laughing everyone to death. He does, uh, he, he falls over as we know the essence of all comedy is, is human over. suffering and pain and suffering yeah. and he falls over a lot again that's why you've been framed with so successful exactly so, yeah, yeah. it's just human suffering captured yeah. and paid for yeah. the price here's your 250 pieces of silver for showing me your dad fall through the attic yeah. ooh I felt that ooh I felt that <laughs> I didn't have a camera when my dad fell through the attic that's all I'm saying I lost there big time Bob Hoskins' dance is it's so funny it's oh best and you know as well you can imagine him having to have an actual drink before this to <laughs> get the, the frame of mind and all this you know yeah. all the weasels die of laughter yeah it works and the, the quite scary one is when Tom Waits weasel the one with all the cigarettes yeah when he's dying he's like falls on his back and his his spirit his angel is coming out and he's like clawing at it trying to bring his life force back into his body yeah. and then like it just leaves and his, he goes back and like his mouth is just full of cigarettes and ash he's like <laughs> quite sad when you probably think about it and it's really sad because the weasels are really serene and peaceful when they die as well they're all yeah. like playing harps Happy. and all that it's no. fucking awful so they're spraying all the goo and yeah. you know they're and Jessica, and, Jessica and Roger all yeah. tied up and Judge Doom comes out and takes out of course he's got a fucking Nazi sword in his cane mm. and this is a very freaky moment in the movie where Bob Hoskins gets the singing sword yeah what I don't get that what the what? it's meant to be like kind of one of the crooners like right. kind of like a Sinatra yeah, or, yeah. or type but it's just it goes on and it looks very scary yeah swords are not something that can be easily anthropomorphized I don't know why that was one of the most disturbing moments but it was it was moment. so disturbing like. singing sword at this point I was thinking are we in Toontown or are we in the fever dream of one Bob Hoskins because <laughs> like? it's gotten a bit mad at this point you know pretty much yeah so they it's a really scary moment it makes you uncomfortable to talk about it where he gets a steamroller and he's driving after after Bob Hoskins there. Mm. And Bob throws a bit of glue on him and yeah. he goes to punch him. He gets stuck in the steamroller yeah. and then he gets rolled over. Yeah. Bish goes, bash bosh. Goes flat. He's Which flattened. is what I used to think would happen if you got hit by a car. He just gets you just go flat. Perfectly. Yeah. Tom and Jerry didn't prepare you logic, for the, yeah. uh, the frankly shocking nature and the ease of which your epithelium can explode yeah. like a balloon. But yeah, he gets all crushed out and then he gets up and he's really scary because he's all flat and he's like yeah. you're a tune and he's like yes and he goes over to a gas thing and he fills it up and it's really scary when you see like his face horrible. go and it gets all big and then his eyes pop out and this is 
I did have nightmares about this. Where he goes, he goes, this is the voice I use when I killed your brother. And he's all like, eh! and his eyes are going Red all eyes. mad. And yeah. He's like, oh, ah, mm. ah. It is horrible. Yeah. It scared me. So it always scares yeah. me. Oh, it, oh, I'm going to have that in my But night. now I understand why you put the gloves on for the dip. Exactly. And backed away from it because he's a damn two. He's a damn two. And a fucking scary one as well. And yeah. you find out that, yeah, he killed his brother. That's one thing which people don't pick up on is the fact that because his voice goes so shrill he's like yeah. this is the voice and I killed you and he's like oh wait you killed his brother yeah, yeah you monster yeah I don't understand how he's got this he's a tune with a human disguise they went that's in, never really there's like a, a they did a comic book afterwards where they kind of try and okay like, and Reese then, but it we'll doesn't... talk a little bit about troubles with sequels with Roger Rabbit there are sequels then uh, we'll talk about oh, that in a okay. second but they attempted to explain more Judge Doom but for the purposes of this movie and what they expected you know it's, it's just, like, just yeah he's just a cartoon he can be a human who's somehow. got a human skin over him yeah you know, oh god yeah because <laughs> when they spray him he gets sprayed and he starts melting and he's, he melts for fucking forever going Aah! Yeah. yeah, and then the fucking puddle with the half like that's it. The puddle, his skin is left behind. His balloon is like a his balloon. His face is like a balloon. Yeah, been, like, it's all like warped and uh, deflated, but not deflated by popping it. Deflated it by just leaving the balloon yeah. for about three months. Leaving the yeah. skin, and it's fucking Blah. disgusting. And he just melts away, screaming in that high pitched voice with his mad eyes. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd he's, he does a well good job yeah. of being creepy here but he got killed by the dip he's been hoisted by his own petard yeah dipped I, by his own dip any reason any reason to use the phrase hoist by your own petard on this yeah. podcast I'm always very happy with I like it and uh, isn't it ironic you know very much like Rain on his wedding day here <laughs> he gets hoisted by his own petard it was a free ride that he could simply not take and in the true spirit of cartoons and everyone being safe they realise that oh disappearing inquest had from earlier that that's what the will was written yeah. in and Roger's love note was actually it's the, the will. will and all the cartoons come all in. the cartoons going oh look he's oh, dead and Mickey's like oh he, he was he was a real cartoon human after all oh he's dead he's melted oh look at his skin Joe oh yeah. I don't like seeing all these cartoons in a semicircle dancing around a corpse literally dancing around the corpse of a fallen adversary and that's pretty much the end isn't it they're all happy even the less popular cartoons the the blurry ones at the back some of the ones towards the back there was a there was kind of a clown and this kind of like (laughs) Robin Hood looking lady as well and they just kind of looked like who are they who are you lads you're pound shop fucking cartoons (laughs) you know the real dodgy looking badly dubbed ones from Eastern Europe my favourite line in this that I think is probably the epitome of um, cartoons that are for kids and adults yeah. was something Jessica Rabbit said to Roger Rabbit when they're talking about how much she loves him yeah so I, I, I love you more than any woman's ever loved a rabbit I love that which is like uh, oh <laughs> that's rude, that's, that's it's, proper naughty it's good very yeah. good and of course Yank sounds like wank as well exactly so, and you've got yeah. that going for you as well so there you go Who Framed Roger Rabbit good I film will, good film were yeah. you happy with it yes caught you by a little bit by surprise I think yeah did you does this explain why it was so insanely popular with, with like literally this I, I know we say it an awful lot but this was a landslide yeah because yeah. we even had people going I do want to see you review Akira but you have to it's see it's like Roger I Rabbit. know a lot of people were just saying I know Roger Rabbit's going to win but here's you know, yeah 
can be over people here. were kind of like yeah I can understand why people love so it what do you think about it was that was the, the, the appeal to people then I guess it's just the it's the mixture of two worlds isn't it yeah. and also there's the, all the characters from other stuff coming in is kind of just a nice novelty yeah. I don't think that's necessarily too important it's just a clever mix of, of two things and it's it's done very well and it's funny think, but also quite grown up and yeah definitely yeah. we mentioned that and I think also as well the fact that at the time when we were you know kids and mm. it's kind of like hey here's like fucking an actual actor interacting with the cartoons that you watch yeah that was huge now if you if you show that to a kid now kind of go look cartoons and humans on the yeah, same they screen they honestly well yeah yeah they're kind of like uh, of course why aren't they in 3D you know? yeah. <laughs> there's a fucking dragon interacting with yeah exactly it, it doesn't yeah. have but at the time I think it was quite special I think particularly people our age will, will very much have been taken by that it's yeah. very much is kind of a whiz bang wow how have they do that and Space Jam capitalised on that as well in a big way I don't think kids these days are maybe this may lose off a lot of that audience yeah. I don't think there's like a whole generation of kids queuing up to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit I could be wrong but I don't yeah. think it is and there's no there's huge issues with this legal issues with the creator uh, Gary Wolf right. who tried yeah, to sue them it's based on a book it's like based on their on his book yeah which was basically broad strokes the same but had you know different bits and bobs to it mm. and it was really weird because then he wrote a sequel to the book which then basically it was, it was funny it's like he was basically kind of going alright I know that my book wasn't very popular but the movie was so he basically got rid of the events of the first book retconned it and then it was kind of like yo the, the movie is it and then he made a sequel to the movie that was the book that's kind of what happened with um, Dexter wasn't it no uh, that well, did, maybe that but, did happen with Dexter um, Forrest Gump oh right yeah yeah, yeah. Right, it was kind of wrote a sequel that kind of mentioned the movie yeah. actually like talked about the movie even yeah. though there was the, the book itself was different yeah. I know they've been trying to make a sequel for a long time and that he this, the legal battle between this was one of the reasons why this was hard to get on DVD for a long time right. even still it's something tricky to pick up you're not seeing Roger Rabbit on your Netflix and no, Amazon and no. whatnot. It's it's a it's a weird one it's locked in legal battles and because of all the copyright stuff in it as well it's a big question mm. mark one at one point he was suing them for like 5 million and then at one point they were like no actually due to a clerical error you owe us 1 million and in the end he got like 70 grand or something but the judgement was only made like 2 or 3 years ago oh shit so that whole time there was a big question mark over yeah. this he says he's trying to make a sequel right still but mm. I mean in fairness I was worried you were going to tell me that there was a sequel and no. it was like shit or something no there was some graphic novels some books some attempts to get stuff off the ground no and there is still sequel. one now but honestly I don't think anyone's clamouring for it the time is well and truly passed and if they were to do it what makes it special I don't think is there anymore no. the fact that if you had cartoons interacting with people no one's going to give two fucks mm. anymore it's not a big deal but overall thoughts on this what did you did you did you find enjoyable did it keep your attention did you find it funny yes you did find yeah we, I laughed a lot you were you were yeah. laughing quite a bit both yeah. at like slapstick moments mm. but I think it did have it, it's quite smart yeah definitely I think that leads on. applying cartoon logic to the real world is always kind of funny it's yeah. absurdist and it, yeah it was good uh, really Jessica good. Rabbit did it, did it live up to the, the hype everyone was going on I about can, it I can understand it Kevin I can understand it mm. I get it I get it I understand guys it's okay it's okay we understand yeah. it's fine yeah you're allowed okay? <laughs> you're allowed 
notes. Sam's giving you permission. You've got my permission. You have his blessing. Yeah. You have his blessing. So, final thoughts on it then. It's great. Great. It was a fun movie. Uh, It didn't go on too long. I know that sounds like a weird backhanded compliment, but it just, like, I never felt bored. Yeah, no, it it held your attention the whole time, I think. If anything, would you feel inclined to watch it again to try and look for stuff in the background? Yeah, probably. Things like that. Yeah, I think there's stuff I might have missed. Oh, excellent. What would you give this then as a rating? Um, I'm saying a solid four Star Wipes. Four Star Wipes. You heard it here first. Thanks once again for listening to Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, it was edited by me, Sam, and the music was also by me. If you want to vote for our future episodes, you can do so over at facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl. We're doing themed votes at the moment, as I'm sure you've gathered. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, that's at cinema swirl. And if you have any questions, queries, comments, or other stuff, you can send it to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever podcast thing you use. And if you like the show, leave a review. Anyway, see you next time. And remember, sometimes laughter is the only weapon we have. forget where we are and say the phrase cut it out is not a new catchphrase that we're saying all the time it's because we make mistakes and we hey Kevin cut it out cut it out <laughs> oh you yeah.